Hey, hey, welcome back to the Expert Edge and uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Hope you are doing well. This is the week of Christmas. My kids are excited. I've been doing this uh, Elf on the Shelf thing. Oh my gosh, that's like a full-time job. Have you seen Elf on the Shelf? If you haven't yet, then um, just make sure you never find out about it because it's nonstop. <laughs> but anyway, Elf on the Shelf, I'm basically committing to in 2023 to be running my business and doing Elf on the Shelf. That's basically my two full-time jobs. So, hey, I'm excited about this episode. Uh, I share with you the exact questions that I ask myself at the end of every year to get clarity on my lessons, to draw the value from the year and to make sure the next year is the best year that I've ever have. Uh, So let's get into the podcast. You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage position themselves as authorities, and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. So it is the end of the year. What a big year. Holy smokes. It's just been such a fascinating year, hasn't it? Uh, The economy's changed so much. Um, Things have just shifted dramatic. We've kind of come out of COVID, but we're still in it a little bit. It's it's really odd. Um, The industry's back into live events, but also not into live events. It's really a fascinating time. And I think that one of the most important things, whether it's a difficult time, a great time, an in-between time, One of the most important things is that you draw out the lessons. Uh, It's not about getting through the year, uh, but it's about getting from the year. I think it was uh, John Maxwell who said that. And that's what I want to focus on today is I want to share with you a few key questions. Uh, In fact, it's about seven key questions that I always ask myself at the end of the year that help me to reflect on the year, how to draw out of the year and move forward. And I'm also going to share some of my answers from the questions that I'm going to go through today. So you're going to learn a little bit about me. And, uh, and also, I would love for you to go through this exercise yourself because uh, you really don't want to finish the year without doing some sort of reflection exercise because all of the profit from the year is found in the reflection and the learnings. So let's get into it. Let's get into a few of the questions that I would recommend you to answer. You might want to write these down uh, and I'm happy to put them in the show notes as well. We can put them in the show notes um, so that you can be clear on this process. So the first question is this, is to acknowledge yourself for the wins and, uh, and what you're grateful for. So really, this is the wins and acknowledgements. In other words, what worked? So that first question of what worked and what worked professionally, what worked personally, um, really just sitting down to acknowledge the wins. For me, I just wrote out a few, like I've got a whole list, but uh, I wanted to highlight a few. One of them was, uh, one of my commitments this year was to really spend more time with my son. My son, Jonah, he is nine years old. He's a beautiful kid. And we put in this, this uh, you know, this uh, little technique where basically before he goes to bed in the evening, uh, it's usually around seven o'clock we'll go out for a walk around the local neighborhood and we will just go out for 10 minutes like it's not long and I'll leave my phone at home and he just gets me with undivided attention for that period of time now obviously we chat and stuff like that every single day a lot right throughout the day and play and stuff but there's something about that evening walk it could be a morning walk for you if that works better 
But that little bit of intentionality in our time has really just developed and flourished our relationships significantly. And so that is a really cool personal win that for me, I am really proud of. Uh, Another personal win that I'm really proud of is we've tried a ton of different strategies. And one of the new strategies that we've just been teaching our elite coaching students, which is our our implementation coaching um, group that I run, uh, we've been talking about this idea, which I call a mini course machine. So basically, it is taking your course, your signature talk course, and taking some little bits of it and turning it into a mini course. And from that mini course, there's a specific way that you create the sales video and the um, and the conversion uh, page. Uh, and uh, and you basically just run ads to it or you share it organically on post on um, on podcasts and things like that. And that particular strategy uh, has just been crushing it for us. Like at the moment, we're doing about uh, nine times return on ad spend. So in other words, every, let's say $100 we spend, we're getting about $900 of return on ad spend. And, and a lot of our students are starting to implement this as well. Uh, I just recently taught this masterclass inside of Elite. So for me, that's been a win because uh, it's a win because it's a new strategy that's been working really well. And it's a strategy that our clients are implementing as well. So um, for me, like that is a real win-win. And when I reflect on this, you know, year, I've got a whole bunch of things, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to bore you with all the personal details of of everything. But they're probably for me like two really cool wins that have come through. Um, our business has, you know, it's been an interesting year. It's gone up and has gone down, but we've finished off with really solid uh, business uh, revenue in, in the year. And um, and also just wanted to acknowledge myself. <laughs> it's really powerful for making some hard decisions, making some hard decisions with. Uh, with team, making some hard decisions with the business structure, making some hard decisions with the program structure. And one of the biggest kind of acknowledgements that I would make for myself is is really making, being willing to make those hard decisions so that I can create the life that I actually want for my life, for my family, for my life, and so that I can serve my clients at a higher level. And so that is some things that I wanted to acknowledge myself for. And so they're the things that I think you should be discovering within yourself, obviously your own versions of them, uh, which is what are the wins? What are the acknowledgements? That's the first question. The second question is the challenges. Or in other words, what didn't work, right? Where did you lose? <laughs> now, we all know that you only lose when you don't when you don't learn, right? So we're going to get there. But what are some things that didn't work? What are some things that got stuck? I know for me, there was one particular type of promotional strategy that we ran this year and it was profitable. Like it was actually, you know, it did, I think like 50 grand or something like that. Um, But I spent like 20,000 on it. And in my mind, I'm like, that's not what I want. And so uh, that for me was actually a loss. Now, when I say a loss, I had tons of learning from it, but it was something that didn't work, right? It was something that didn't work the way that I wanted it to work. Uh, another one was uh, I feel like I didn't create enough margin in my life. And what I was finding was that I was just being too thin in my margin. I would say that hasn't worked. Uh, some team structure side of things, we were getting to, we were basically growing the business to a level where it was you know, getting set up to really move into that multi-million dollar level mark. Uh, and I, for me, just went through this process of really asking myself the questions of, 
what do I really want in my life? Like what type of business do I actually want? What type of business do I want to be responsible for and to carry and so forth? And I was watching a lot of friends in the industry and the, and the bigger they scaled, the less connection they had with their clients. And for me, I realized that I love connecting with my clients. Like I love doing coaching sessions. When we do elite coaching calls every other week in, in our program, I love rolling up my sleeves and getting into their businesses and helping them out. And I'm like, I realized that I think a fail for me was that that I had brought on some like a whole bunch of different like team members and so forth. And it wasn't that they were bad team members, they were great. Um, but but there were some structural things in place that really wasn't working for us as a business. So I had to make some changes. And so I, I am... I am just, I mean, on that, on that, I'm so happy with where the team's at right now. Like we have just got such an incredible team and super happy with, you know, everyone um, in the team. So I'm just so stoked. But, but what it was for me, it was like the team structure wasn't working and the way that I was working wasn't working with it. So there were some challenges that really kind of didn't work that I had to make work, right? Uh, the lessons, what did I learn? Well, I learned for me, this is the third question, by the way, which is, what are the lessons? What did you learn this year? So from those challenges, because you usually don't learn from the wins as much as you do from the challenges. What did you learn? What's the wisdom you can draw from? So that third question. And for me, some wisdom for me is that, first of all, is that I can trust myself. And what I mean by that is that when something feels off, um, even if it logically doesn't make sense, I can trust myself. Even if in my mind, it's going to cost me revenue or cost me something, um, I can trust myself that 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 I can make that right decision and go after the thing that's that's right for me, even if it logically doesn't look like it's right on paper. That's the first thing. The, the second thing for me is that I realized that I really like running smaller, agile, profitable businesses. And when I say smaller, like like for me, around that like 1.5, $1.8 million business size for me, I just really enjoy uh, I, I we started to scale up and I was just like, I don't know if I am enjoying this type of business. And we started to add more programs and I was like, I don't know if I'm enjoying that. And so I realized that for me, I just, I, I want to go surfing. Like I realized I want to, I want to have space where I can like see my clients and spend some time with them and um, have that space to be able to do that. And so for me, um, I've realized that, you know, there's, there's two types of businesses in this, in what we do. There's like a fun business and a fun business is usually something under $3 million in the expert industry. And then there's like a big business and that is, you know, five to $10 million, uh, expert business. Right. And if, if people want to build a $10 million expert business, like that's amazing. You know, I've got in fact, a lot of my friends want to build $10 million expert businesses and I'm all for it. But for me, I realized I had this revelation that I don't think I want that at, at the moment. I may want it later on in my life, but I don't think I want that at the moment. And so I had to make some tough decisions around team structure and what I was doing with my programs and realizing that I want to design my program so that I really love being in my programs and serving the people. And I know for me, every time I go into Elite, even the Facebook group, it's just awesome because it's like good vibes. Um, people are there for the right reasons. And I just love the program, right? And so I want you to think about you and your program. Like, what do you love about 
your business and how do you amplify that more, right? And so really for me, the lessons were, I wanted to run a smaller, profitable, agile business with an agile team. Uh, that was like my big lesson for me. And that was, you know, that was a lesson, a learning that I had to kind of come to. The fourth thing is, the fourth question I like to ask myself is, what do I want more of? So in other words, what do I want to increase coming into next year? And for me, it's more days off. <laughs> I want some more days off. I want more fun, more energy, uh, more days off. I want closer interactions with my clients and I want closer interactions with my clients within the community. So in other words, clients meeting with clients. So there's a whole bunch of initiatives that I'm designing around uh, with our elite program, like how do we get people connected to each other and collaborating and all that sort of stuff. So that's that for me is what I want more of. Um, I don't necessarily want more revenue uh, next year. Now, I'll take more revenue. I don't mind. You know, we'll, we're still going to grow. And, and I do have, and I say that, I do have some growth targets that I'm setting. But, but for me, it's, it really is more about the quality of the experience for clients, the quality of my experience in my programs for myself. That's what I'm more focused on. And I know that that will bring business growth anyway. So, that for me is what I want more of. What do I want to stop is the next question you want to write down. What do you want to stop? I think for me, I need to stop reacting to people's opinions. So in other words, looking at other people's businesses, looking at other people's lives and going, oh, I should be doing that. I should be doing this. I know for me, there's a few people that I listen to on podcast and they are like brilliant strategists, absolutely wicked strategists. But if I look at them and I look at me, and my personality style, I'm like the opposite to them. And whenever I try to use their strategies, because their values are very different to me, like a lot of them, they don't have kids. A lot of them, you know, uh, they may or may not be married. I mean, a lot, sorry, I should say a lot of them are married, but a lot of them don't have kids. And I'm like, there's a different way of how I need to do business with young kids. You know, we've got a seven and a nine year old. And so just looking at that going, sure, I can take some lessons from it, but really looking, but looking at through that lens of what do I want for my life? And um, I'm not going to react to other people's opinions of how they build their business and thinking that I have to build it exactly like that. I need to adjust. It. I take lessons, but I need to adjust it for me. Uh, so that would probably be the biggest thing that I want to stop. The, the next big question, and this kind of takes a little bit of a little, a little while to kind of ponder on, which is which is if you were, it's the magic wand question, by the way, you can just write magic wand. If you were to wave a magic wand and it was, and your life and your business was exactly how you wanted it, what would be different? And I like this because it's kind of like that starting again question of, in other words, if you were able to start again, like literally just start again afresh, what would be different? How would things look different? And I love this question because it just gives you a chance to reset, to restart, to relook at your business. Because this was this was fascinating, actually, is that I realized that as an entrepreneur, you create the environment that you live in. But the problem is, is that you create it and you end up getting or feeling sometimes stuck in the environment that you've created for yourself, <laughs> right? You've created this own environment for yourself. And you're the one who's stuck in your own environment. And for me, 
I realized I'd gotten to that point in some things in my business uh, kind of late this year. And I made some drastic decisions, some tough decisions. I canceled some programs, I canceled some things and and it just freed up stuff and it just made things so much more effective, so much better um, throughout this process. And you know, obviously you have to do that in a way that's honorable, that's integrate. But really when it came down to it, I was like, you know, if I could wave a magic, a magic wand, a magic wand, what would it look like if I wanted exactly how I want it to be? So I'm not going to answer that question right here and now because there's a lot, lot, a lot of depth to that. But I want you to ask that question for yourself. Now, there's two more questions. And these are really good. So really up until this, um, uh, this point, other than the last question, we've really been looking backwards. That first question that I just asked, that last question I asked just then was about looking forwards, right? The magic wand of how would you want it to be? And then the next question is, what desires do you have for the year? Or in other words, what goals do you have for the year? And so in other words, um, you know, for me, I want to serve people and my clients more closely. I want my clients to connect with each other and have deeper connections within the community more closely. And I want to create more margin in my life and I want to have more vacations. They're, they're like the, the four things that I'm really focusing on from a goal perspective this, this year. Now, I will write out specific goals based on revenue, like how much I want to hit, based on um, like that sort of stuff. And, I'll break, and I break down my numbers based on how many people I want in my programs, all that sort of stuff. But when it comes down to it, it's that question of what do you want for the year? Like, what do you want, right? Um, the, the second delineation on that is why, why do you want it? Like, what is different about who you are now? And why do you want this? Like, why do you really want that? And for me, it's always that reminder of that I want to get to the end of my life and look back on my life and know that I've gone after my potential and know that I've gone after everything I desired in my life and didn't let the fears and opinions of other people stop me from moving forward. So that's a little distinction on the on the what and then you also have the why. And the last question, you ready for this? The last question is what is the word or the theme for your year? And for me, uh, we haven't decided yet is the short answer. I need to have a more deeper conversation with my wife about it. But for me, um, I'm feeling it's going to be something around buoyancy, something around energy, something around space and fun and margin and energy, like something around that. I, I want to create some buoyancy is kind of the word that's been simmering for me. I don't know what it is. We're, we've, my wife and I always decide it together. And in fact, we usually choose a personal word and a business word. Uh, and so for, for us this year, it was momentum. Momentum was the word that we had and we just focused on it, kept focusing on it. But it's really cool to have a word, one word that you have throughout the year that you can focus on and get clear on. And so they're my questions, right? Let me just quickly revise them. What are the wins? What can you acknowledge yourself for? What are the challenges? What didn't work? Uh, what were the lessons? What did you learn from that? What do you want more of? What do you want to stop? If you had a magic wand and you were able to wave it and get exactly how you wanted it to be in your personal, professional life, what would be different? What would be the key differences? Um, what are your desires for the year? Like, what do you want? And why do you want them? And then what's the word or the theme that encapsulates what next year is all about? So, hey, hopefully this has been helpful. I trust it has. If it has, please uh, tag me on Instagram, send me a DM, let me know that you are a listener uh, and I'll give you access to a, a little course that we have. Usually value, usually we sell it for $197. Send me a DM that you are a listener on the podcast and love to interact with you. And to be able to do that, to get the course is just send, just tag it. Um, actually, leave a review, right? Take you like five seconds, leave a written review. 
um, share it on social media and send me a DM that you're a listener and you've done that, just that, and I'll send you a little course. Um, guys, I trust this has been helpful. Let's make 2023 an amazing year. I know it will be. And um, yeah, I'm excited to continue, continue this journey with you. Bye for now. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.